My biggest fear would be when the first comes and I don't get the rent. I found that my tenant had dumped concrete down my toilet. Can you believe Fair Housing fined me $5,000 for that? How do you onboard your tenants? What do you do? I don't even know if I do it right. If you're a landlord, don't just rent, rent perfect. The Rent Perfect Podcast with property expert and private investigator, David Pickron. Well, we're glad you're here. It is another episode of the Rent Perfect Podcast. They just keep coming, Scott. It's like a train that won't stop rolling. It just won't stop. Stuff just keeps coming in. (laughs) And, you know, the more we're updated and the more information we have as landlords, especially in today's tumultuous times, the better we can position ourselves to really raise that bottom line and have have less headaches. Scott Aubrey, thanks for joining us today. Hope your day is going well. Vice President of Rent Perfect. Yeah, it's great. And And if we don't remember, click the link, subscribe. Oh, throw the subscribe in there. Yeah, got to throw the subscribe in there before we forget. (laughs) We're old, we forget these things. Scott, you know I love when you're on here because you've you've really – um, you're a big part of, of Rent Perfect, what we do in, in, in our messaging. And you're also, a lot of people don't know, you've been on the, the podcast quite a bit, um, but you're an ex-real estate agent. Right? Yes, I'm a recovering real estate agent. I go to the meetings. <laughs> yeah. Realtors Anonymous. Yeah. and I won't uh, make fun of it. Yeah. I've, I've been out of that game for, I was in it for 13 years. Yeah. Been out for 14. So oh. I'm on the other side of it, but I do have a lot of experience in that side of things. So. Awesome. Well, I know you're a landlord and also your wife constantly is helping people design homes yep. and is a designer. So there's a little bit about uh, Scott this morning. But Scott, last night um, I'm at a little kid's birthday party. Majority of kids showed up three, four years old. And so they kind of do a lot of the traditional birthday type of stuff. And we go through duck, duck, goose. Mm. And, you know, I was waiting for when the Call of Duty came out. And, yeah. You know. But Pinning, uh, pinning tails on donkeys. Yeah. That we kind quite, of stuff. we yeah. quite couldn't get to the yeah. fun stuff. So, <laughs> but they went to the game Musical Chairs. Do you that's remember a throwback. That oh, yeah. That's uh, that's a throwback. Do you ever play Musical Chairs? Many, many moons ago. Yes. I just don't think yeah. the kids nowadays are playing Musical no, Chairs. No. No. <laughs> It's hard to stop your <laughs> iTunes from playing. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know what Musical Chairs is, Scott, what is Musical Chairs? Well, I mean, in essence, you have uh, a number of contestants. Let's say 10 contestants. You have nine chairs Okay. in a circle. You walk around, and as soon as the music stops, those okay. 10 people look to occupy the nine chairs. There's always the one man, odd man out. So and that person's eliminated. And then he's out. Yep. He's done. And then and you take it down to eight chairs and seven chairs and so on. Okay. Well, while this was going on last night, you know, I, I was as gauged, engaged as I could be. Yes. But yeah. my mind starts wondering, and I start thinking, you know, today is April 2nd, 2021. They just continued the eviction moratorium till June. We hoped it was an April Fool's. Yeah. But it was not. Yeah, it was not. Yeah. So they extended it to, to June 30th. Um, their reasoning was that there's a lot of money coming uh landlord's way to pay for people's past due rent and that they just didn't have enough time to get it out. I question that because PPP money last April and May got out within four weeks to companies when they really wanted to get it done. They got it done. They've had now a year and three months to get landlords um, paid and they're still struggling to find the channels. Right. And so I don't think they really took us into consideration at the very beginning. And I think they made such a big mistake in 
in digging these people in such a hole. Now they're scrambling to get the money. So I, I think the big push was, you know, you had three judges come out last month and say, this eviction moratorium is unconstitutional. And um, so I think that they were just like, you know, just give us three more months to get this money out to landlords. And then I honestly am really, I'm going to predict right here that we're going to be done. I think it's going to be done June 30th. There's just the appetite there. Even with our court system here in Arizona, the judges are starting to say, okay, this is, is yeah, ridiculous. We're true. fully yeah. reopened. We have no mandates at right. all. And it's kind of hard to let people come in and say, I'm affected by COVID when, you know, we have help wanted signs everywhere and, and it's time to get back. back to yeah, restaurants are open, stores are open. Yeah. 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 So I, I get off on a kind of a tangent there, but what I really want to talk about is June 30th. How can we prepare for June 30th and what's going to happen? Because we've never seen anything like this. And so if we as landlords can know the near future, we can plan now and be prepared for it. Mm -hmm. So I think that landlords are in three buckets. Okay. I think you're e you've, if you're in the first bucket, You've gotten all of your rent payments. You weren't even affected by this whole eviction moratorium, and you didn't even care if it got continued because it just doesn't yeah. affect you. And I say when you didn't care, you didn't care for your own personal gain. You probably care about it, but it didn't yeah. affect you. As an industry, you were concerned. Right. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So, um, so that's one bucket I want to talk about today. And how does that bucket prepare for June 30th? Mm -hmm. The second bucket is... You've had a tenant that's been communicating with you, paying you partial payments, working with you, and you've really had to like go into this like high management mode with them and, and a lot of communication. And that person then now we we need to decide how are we gonna manage June thirtieth right. in that bucket. Yep. And the third bucket is you've had a tenant who absolutely won't call you anymore. You have no communication, kinda gives you the you know, the the silent treatment. And just lives there for free and just really rubs you the wrong yeah. way. Has no right. interest in, in yeah. helping you out at so all. So that's the third bucket. So I'm going to call, <laughs> you know, this first bucket, I want to call retain. Because if you've gotten your rent throughout the hardest time of the pandemic, wouldn't you want to retain that person? Yeah. I mean, I, if, if you've got someone who you've had a successful, as we talk about, a business relationship with for the last year or multiple years, absolutely you want to keep that person in your property. So when this musical chairs ends June 30th mm -hmm. and everybody changes, why do I think that somebody who paid you rent through these toughest times might be leaving you? And that is because there's going to be a ton of homes open. People are going to give concessions, maybe a month's free rent, maybe because when there's a lot of rentals that dump onto the market, at the same time, mm -hmm. people start getting desperate to get their mortgages covered. And so if during, you know, a year's a long time, did your residents have another child? Are they pregnant? Did they get laid off? Are they getting a better opportunity across town? There's all kinds of decisions in mm -hmm. people's lives. And if you were good and you made it and you made all your rental payments, you know. You know you can leave and go somewhere else yeah. because you're going to have good rental verification, good credit, good. So how do we retain these guys? Well, I think you got to get a little bit creative sometimes, and and uh, <coughs> you know, part of part of part of getting creative is saying, okay, uh, is looking at not only the the monthly picture, because I think we look and say, okay, I want I want my two thousand dollar a month rent, but looking at the annual picture or the multi year picture 
and getting out of that, well, I just need my money today, today, you know, I need my money on right. the first every month. So getting creative. And one of the things I, you know, I kind of was working through some notes yesterday on this is, you know, why wouldn't you be willing to do some concessions? Maybe give a $100 a month discount on the rent. Not even not raise the rent, but give a concession, give a $100 discount. So just kind of for math purposes, if you had a $2,000 a month rental bill and you said, look, I'm going to give you $1,000 off a month to keep you in that property another year, that, that's going to cost you 1200 bucks, right? Oh, a hundred dollars. A hundred. Yeah, I'm going to give you a thousand. Was no, I was like, well, no, I'm going to give you. No, my, we're my, not saying that. My two thousand dollar, <laughs> my two thousand dollar month rent. I'm going to give you a hundred dollar concession every month. So your rent's going to be nineteen hundred a month. Right. If you'll sign a one year lease with me, right. But if I lose you, and if I lose you, especially if I lose you June thirtieth, I mean, there's going to be so many open homes in the market. So many people can go have options. That I'm going to have to turn that property. Right. What's a turn cost? Give me an, an average turn. Uh, three to four thousand dollars. Okay, so three to four thousand dollars, and I lose my two thousand dollar a month rent for Ju- for July. So but that wait just a minute. cost me six. Grand. You just said look, look bigger. Yeah. You didn't lose two thousand a month. You lost okay. twenty four thousand a year. True. Right. right. Yeah, if I can't get that thing property you, filled, you lost one hundred twenty five thousand dollars in five years. Yeah. Right. Well, that tenant's guaranteeing you that they're going to pay that. You yep. don't know what the next one's going to get. Yeah. You know, it's that the old song. I can't remember if it's for the nineties, but it's the mo money, mo problems, <laughs> new tenant, <laughs> new problems. I mean, you, when you have a known entity in your property, I think you want to keep that, especially Absolutely. if you know it's a great, if you know if it's a great renter, but just look at that and say, okay, if, if I just look at it on a kind of a monthly level, I lose July's rent, 2000 bucks. I lose $4,000 in a turn. Mm-hmm. I lost $6,000 in one big chunk where I could have lost a hundred bucks a month for a year. And then I think the market's going to be totally different in a year, quite honestly. I think things are going to be right. uh, uh, ho- hopefully a lot stronger. But And while it seems counterintuitive to say, well, I'm going to give money away to save money, but it really does work that way when you look at the math. So for me... Well, and I think the tenant's going to see that as just a thank you. Absolutely. Listen, yeah. there's a lot of landlords out there that didn't get any rent for... And, and you, you, we made it through this together. This is a thank you to me, thank you to you, but... Mm-hmm. In order to get this, I need you to sign a year's lease. I need, yeah. I, I need to sign, you know, seal the deal to make sure that you yeah. stay. I mean, I'm, I was, yeah, I was kind of brainstorming yesterday. And okay, how would I? What kind of incentives would I give to my my great tenants? Maybe I buy them a water park pass for their kids for that year. Hey, sign a one year lease. I'm going to give you a family pass to the zoo or to the water park or to, you know, I'm going right. to I'm going to treat you to dinner one night a month right. on me. Right. I'm going to give you a hundred dollar credit to whatever restaurant you want. I mean. There are ways that you can incentivize that don't seem weird, but uh, I, I think you uh, really remove all stops in order to retain that great tenant, for sure. I absolutely agree. It's interesting because if we go to the second bucket, which I call the manage bucket, and this person is, is paying partials and they're trying to you know do what they can do, and when they give us a payment, we're like, oh, thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you for thinking. But then when that, that tenant who always paid on time, that first bucket tenant, do you in your mind go, oh, thank you? You're like, okay, no, great. You yeah. can. Li- I mean, I think there's a, a an opportunity here to go back and say, hey, thank you for helping us get through these tough, mm-hmm. tough times. In and in a roundabout way, seal them up for the next year when the musical chairs now is all done and over. Everybody's settled again. Do um, you have a good chance of keeping yeah. that tenant for there's a no, very, there's no, very long time? There's no value in being being the bloodthirsty landlord who looks like they're just in it for the money. Right. Right. No, I fall on agree. I love that. So we want to retain the people who've gotten through 
you know, the pandemic, whether they lost their job, got unemployment, whatever the decision that they made was, their decision was the roof over my head is important. And that is the tenants we want. Mm -hmm. The roof over my head becomes more important than, than many other things. And so keep those good people right now. Yeah. I mean, if you can get through this pandemic, you probably can get through almost anything. Yep. So we uh, really encourage you to turn around and thank your tenants in a way that then in the, in a backsided way, you know, helps you. Yeah. Benefits so you. Benefits yeah. you. Yep. So, all right, let's move on to that second bucket is that managed bucket. And you know, you just have that tenant who's, who's really trying, um, you know, this has been a tough year for many people in the restaurant business and in different types mm -hmm. of industries. And they've just stayed in contact and, and they really feel sincerely that they're trying and they're, and I just don't like when the communication stops. As long as the communication keeps going, I believe them, and, and enough money comes in, yeah. I'm going to work with those people. But there is a point where managing like that, it's exhausting. And once this June 30th comes and you don't have to manage like that, right now they're making us manage mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, you're being forced to. You have to make a decision. Are you going to put this person in the retain bucket? Or are you going to put them in the replace bucket, which is our third bucket, mm -hmm. right? So that middle one, you know, it's kind of like when we do our background checks, we have approved and we have denied. Those are easy decisions. It's this conditional mm -hmm. in the middle that we kind of like have to weigh factors and how long have they been there? Are they going to recover? There's so much information in these manage people that you're going to have to decide, is it worth continuing to manage like you have been? Because remember... Rental behaviors are like this. If I let you get away with something once, you're going to get away with it two times and three times. We're, we're setting these expectations. Yep. Well, we've just set expectations for this middle bucket person to kind of pay when they can, just talk to us. And But the reality is the only reason that we've allowed that behavior is because we have to by the yeah. federal government. So I personally, if I had that tenant, I'm going back to setting my expectations, sitting them down and saying, okay, we're going back to normal. Yep. If rent's not due on the first, there's late fees, and then we're going to go through the process. No more partials, no more. We're done. You got that for a year. We're resetting. Yeah, and I think that's important that, that you actually have a physical meeting to reset with them. Right. Not just to, hey, things are going back to where they were, the way they were. Yeah. No, let's sit down and really... Not I almost renegotiate the lease, right? Yeah, yeah. Renegotiate yeah. our relationship because things have changed. And I think we're redoing the lease in bucket one in the retain. <coughs> mm -hmm. I think you redo the lease in bucket two and manage and kind of like do the reset. Yeah. Okay. So now you're going to tell me in the next couple months what bucket I need to move you into. Should I retain you or should I replace yeah. you? And that's going to be, you know, in your tenant's control. That's no longer my decision. Yep. So I think that's how you prepare if you have somebody who's in bucket two. Uh, bucket three, the replace bucket. And this is this is tough to deal with. This is going to cost you money. This has cost you money. It's painful. But sometimes just to cut the cord and move forward is the best way to mm -hmm. do it. And so if you've had that, that tenant in there that just hasn't communicated, the minute June 30th hits, you know. Now, in the eviction moratorium, it doesn't say, and, and every state handles this different, so you definitely want to go to your attorney. I'm not going to give you any legal mm -hmm. advice. I'm not an attorney. Go to your attorney. But if if June 1st is the start of the rental period that you can start the eviction process, 
you're going to need to start that even before June 30th because June 30th is just when can the constable or sheriff come out and physically remove them. You can get that eviction started before June 30th. You don't have to wait till June 30th that's to a, that's start. That's good information. So because I think this is going to end June 30th, and there might be people out there saying, David, you're up in the night. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just never going to end. There's people out there, and, and sometimes I think the same thing. Yeah. But but. I can just I can just feel it. I can just feel that it's changing. So start your legal process, you know, as quickly as you can. If you're in a state that takes three months to do an eviction, start it now. But go to your attorney and say, listen, I've got to get these guys out. But here's what here's the big problem that you have to really think about after June 30th. How many people are going to be out in that rental pool that have been evicted? Mm-hmm that we're in that replace bucket for all these landlords. Who's your next guy going to be? Yeah, it's kind of a tainted pool, I think. It's really, yeah. I mean, now more than ever, proper screening and proper vetting is going to be hypercritical. Right. So if you're going to have to go replace, I would say review everything that you have. Review your process. Review your criteria. Mm -hmm. Review how you're screening. Review... Everything you're doing and just almost you restart as a landlord. Mm-hmm. Throw all the bad habits away. Throw all the laziness away. Because the reality is is if you find another tenant that's going to put you through the same thing and you have two in a row, you might not mentally survive this yeah. game. Yeah, financially right? or mentally, sir. I mean, how crazy can that be? Yeah. You know, that... Uh, you start having too bad of situations as a landlord, you're not going to be a landlord very long. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys will move on. Some of them will clean up their game. Some of them will continue the same behavior. You just got to make sure you protect yourself as much as you can. And you can do everything perfectly and still have a problem. Someone gets cancer. Someone yeah. goes through. Div- I mean, li- there are life challenges out there that we cannot predict, but we have got to do everything we can to give ourselves the best opportunity to get paid and get back yeah. to normal. And sometimes that's removing all the chairs from the musical chairs game. <laughs> so no one's got somewhere to Shut sit down. Shut the music off for right. a second. Yeah. <laughs> the game, game's over. We're going to something else, right? And, and kind of bringing a new group of people in to go, yeah. okay, now I'm going to put the chairs back out and figure out who's going to land where. Right. Yeah. So now we throw away musical chairs. We yep. go to Duck, Duck, Goose, uh-huh. right? Yep. And the bad tenants were going, Duck, uh-huh. Duck. And we find the good one, Goose. Yep. And let's move them in. That's yeah. that's a great way to do it. <laughs> well, we're throwing some throwback games in with you uh, today. It's kind of fun to kind of reminisce what before we had the Nintendos and the Xboxes, and we played outside, Scott. Yeah. You know? Came in when it was dark? Yeah, it doesn't happen. Yeah. No one had <laughs> phones. No one knew where we were. Right. Tell us where the good old days. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Rent Perfect Podcast. Uh, remember to subscribe so you can get all the latest uh, podcasts that we're releasing. We appreciate you being here with us today. We hope the best for you. We will get through this. And until next time, continue to rent perfect.